0: More often than not, I see first-time or any-time entrepreneurs set modest goals. However, research shows us that difficult goals lead to better performance. I cite from a meta-analysis, quote, We found a positive linear function in that the highest or most difficult goals produce the highest levels of effort and performance. So to make you perform better, I will give you three simple steps to create more ambitious goals. (laughs) And this is still don't have a jingle. Uh, I want to welcome everyone. Uh, Also, welcome to the 500 and more subscribers. There's also a text version uh, on IWantProductMarket.fit. And a special thanks to everyone who has been reading along. Step one is to set your goal. Think of an aspect of your business where you want to perform. Sales, revenue, any goal. Where do you want to be? Pick a number. Now, ask yourself. How likely is it that you're going to make this goal? Quite likely? Let's move on to step two. Step two, set a challenging goal. Now we're going to set a challenging goal. Google's OKR playbook, there's a link in the article, makes it so that you should hit 60 or 70% of your goals. Revisit your previous goal. How high should your goal be? If you want to be 60 or 70% sure that you're going to make it, adjust it. Make it a bit more challenging. Step three. Set a fuck yeah goal. Oh blimey, a swear word. This is a goal you want to set. It's a goal that if you reach it, it will make you go, fuck yeah, we made this. There was a 10% chance of you making it and you did it. Pop champagne, drop everything. Be extremely proud of your team. You will not be just content or happy. You will be genuinely surprised with yourself. You have outdone yourself. That's a fuck yeah goal. Note, this is not the same as a B-hack, a big, hairy, audacious goal. B-hags are more like long-term future visions. Fuck yeah goals can be smaller, shorter-term goals of a segment of your startup, not the entire future. And the last step is reflect. Now you have a spectrum of three goals for one aspect of your business. I'm not saying you should pick your fuck yeah goal each time, but coming from the starting point of a very attainable goal, you might have scooched over a little bit. I believe the fuck yeah goal makes the challenging goal seem more attainable. And this is a psychological trick. For example, if renting a bike costs 10 euros per hour, and it costs 25 euros for the day. the 25 euro seems cheap. It's called decoy pricing. And your fuck yeah goal might be a decoy goal that stretches your potential. So why do goals work? Here are some interesting insights from the article that I found, the meta-analysis. Um, and here are my favorite bits and pieces. First, goals give you focus. Goals direct attention and effort towards the goal-relevant activities and away from the goal-irrelevant activities. It's that simple. Hard goals give people room to try longer. They found in experiments when participants were allowed to control the time they spent on a task, hard goals prolonged the effort. Meaning if you give someone a hard time and a hard task and a hard goal, they will work on it for a longer amount of time. Isn't it amazing? You have to be realistic about your capabilities, though, because the performance started to decrease only when the limits of ability were reached. And here is the entire conundrum. You might underestimate yourself, and you don't want to overestimate yourself. And there is no better trick in the book than to push yourself to figure out where your true capabilities are. The researchers also found that it's extremely important to commit to your goals, because the goal-performance relationship is the strongest when people are committed to their goal. This sounds like a no-brainer, but I just wanted to repeat it to you. Urging people to do their best doesn't help. Um, Quote, we found that specific difficult goals consistently led to higher performance than urging people to do their best. In short, when people are asked to do their best, they do not do so. This is an interesting and maybe counterintuitive one, um, but you better give someone a good goal rather than saying, try your best, try your best. Something to keep in mind. And the last bit that I found interesting, if you get stuck, you might want to revisit your goal. Update the goal to discover options to the task at hand. Quote, sometimes difficult goals make people so anxious to succeed that they scramble to discover strategies in an unsystematic way and fail to learn what is effective. This can create evaluative pressure and performance anxiety. The antidote is to set specific challenging learning goals, such as to discover a certain number of different strategies to master the task. So if you're failing at your goal, at least try to set a goal to figure out as many ways possible to reach your goal, because that opens up your creator space. And with that, you might find relevant and new ways to progress further. And th- this is the sound effect for Jeroen's spicy hot take. So I have three things to add here. Don't make qualitative goals measurable for the sake of measuring if you need to finish your landing page just make it a boolean yes no that suffices if you need a marketing plan sure make it make a goal out of that but don't make it oh I need four pages and I'm going to count the pages that are done that doesn't make any sense second don't make quantitative goals on sales if you don't have your proposition yet Make sure you have appropriate goals for the phase you're in. If you're still doing customer interviews, set a goal on the amount of interviews, not on the amount of sales. Very early stage startups will find a hard time finding the right measurable goals. This is not a problem. Don't over quantify things very early stage. And the last bit, be aggressive with goal setting where you want to perform best. When I started my newsletter, I had a goal of a thousand subs in the first year. I ended up hitting 49%. But this was not my most important goal. My most important goal was to publish consistently, bi-weekly. I managed to publish 34 editions in 12 months, and that's more than bi-weekly on average. And that is where I put my attention. So ask yourself, where do I want to perform the best? That was it for today. Um, I hope you had a, a splendid time listening to this thing. This is still the podcast experiment that I'm conducting. If you have any feedback, there are voting links in the comments and a link to the article, um, so you can read it all back and find the research that I have cited. Thanks for listening, and until next time, this was Jeroen from i Want Product Market Fit. Goodbye!